The Atlantic Access Podcast is a presentation of Entertainment Plus Mobile DJ and Media Relations in Moncton. See entertainmentplus.ca. Welcome to the Atlantic Access Podcast. Awesome songs performed by Atlantic Canada's finest recording artists. Now your host, Terry Parker. Hey, thanks so much, Jen, and congratulations. We made it to episode number 200. Quite the milestone for the podcast. Thank you for being here and for sticking with us. If you haven't heard all 200 episodes, well, you know what to do. You're at the right place. Just do a little shopping around and you'll get there. This week we feature an up-and-coming act out of St. John, but uh, I use the term loosely because really we're talking about a veteran of the St. John scene and quickly expanding through the entire region. Austin Eatman and his band have put together one sweet new album. It's a complete 12-track project of solid material. We're talking lyrics that cut to the heart of the matter and musicianship that is second to none. The album's called Purgatory Bent, and we'll get to it in a little bit. It'll be followed by two bonus tracks once again this week, featuring one of the most established artists from Atlantic Canada. Alan Doyle has a brand new album coming and the advanced single we have to play for you in just a few minutes. Also bonus track from a rising star. I think it's the first time we've actually featured anything from Bailey Jordan Neal. The song Truth is coming up. But to get us started, the title song from Austin Eatman Band, this is Purgatory Bent on Atlantic Access. I went looking for tragedies I found a suntan man drowning in the sea Met a love-style woman in torrential rain 300,000 mouths crying out in vain Ah, hell Chock full and running out of steam 
on Atlantic Access this week, we're talking with Austin Eatman and listening to some of his wonderful tunes uh, taken from the new album called Purgatory Bent. Very interesting name for an album title. We just heard a couple of tunes. Uh, Abbey Row is what we were just hearing. Now, I can just imagine, Austin, a lot of people singing along to that one and singing Abbey Road, right? Because it's so <laughs> entrenched in our, in our, in our psyches. Uh, but it's actually I... Abbey Row as in rowing. Yeah, I can I can think uh, probably a little bit. Of, it was a mind psyche too when it when it came out. You know, when I wrote it, I feel like there was some sort of subconscious need to put those two together. We also heard the title song "Purgatory Bent." Man, that's a really interesting name for an album title. Is that like a new saying somewhere that I haven't heard before? Uh, no, I think that's I think that's all me there. I just you know trying to find a way to set myself somewhere in the middle with the title. You know, so when we do. The lyrics are, you know, hell-bound and heaven-sent, and I just thought, well, I'm just kind of staying without going much further, so I'm purgatory-bent. I think the usual saying is hell-bent, but... You're an entertainer, and in fact, we're chatting with you just before you're going to be heading off to be on a stage here this evening. Um, yeah. But you're you're a solo entertainer, you work as a duo as well, and you have the four-piece band, good and bad to each of these, but what, what's your favorite uh, opportunity to, to play live, would you say? They, they're all very different. So I find when people see the shows and someone who's seen all three, they always say, you know, what I like about your music or whatever is that you play very differently no matter what it is. So there's no higher energy than playing with a full band. When we did Area 506 this year, I mean, that is a entirely different feeling, but you go down to the two-piece and you get this sort of, it's a nice intimate show, but it also has that fun and raucousness and I like I like solos because I have you know the full control to pretty much. You strike me as someone who interacts nicely and probably gets a lot of energy from the audience, no matter what the setting. Does any of that energy then follow you into the songwriting circle? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I well, I mean, like live shows obviously is like it's give and take, right? You get caught in that feedback loop of you're the, the people, the audience are giving you the energy, and you have to give it a hundred percent right back to them, and it just kind of gets better and better. I find in in the songwriting, I. I do. I write a lot of my songs just stream of consciousness kind of way, you know. So all my songs are written with a guitar in hand, and the music and the lyrics happen pretty much simultaneously. And then I, I try to craft it, forge it a little bit uh, from there. Have the folks that are with you on this album have they been with you for a while? Maybe you can tell us who they are and what they do. Yeah, uh, this our current makeup. We've only been together now for uh, a little over two years now. We had uh, me and the drummer, so Joel and I, Joel Arsenal. We've been together since the very beginning. He was the bartender at the restaurant I worked at when I was a cook when I was 15. Over the decade, we always said if we're ever going to start a band, we're going to play together. Added an old legend in the game of a big orange Bob, who's been a bass player in a couple of uh, Joel's bands as well as in uh, Earthbound Trio. I was in St. Andrews and stuff when they were doing it. Uh, Murray Odell is the newest member of our band. He didn't play much in other bands before, but he's more like a a jack-of-all-trades. Like he's a multi-instrumentalist, but I've kind of pigeonholed him into being lead guitar for now. So 15 years old, working in a restaurant as a cook. There was, this had to be a family thing, right? A little bit. My older brother was working there as a cook, and uh, he'd been there for a couple of years. And I was, I had started on as a dishwasher, obviously. But Worked your way up know, the ladder pretty quick? Yeah. No, I mean, it, it seemed it. I, was, I ended up staying there for 10 years. It went from, you know, dishwashing to sometimes being in control of the whole operation in the back. Illumination Station. I was drawn to the song first by the title. Hearing the song, it's like, wow, this thing really cooks. Yeah, that one's, it's, uh, I've been playing that one for years, and I've been people have been telling me it had better go on our first full album, so 
I wrote this one very early on in my songwriting career, and it was eventually, it started out as a sort of train story, which is why it's kind of about Illumination Station, and that's why it kind of seems kind of old and kitschy. But I, a friend of mine told me a story about getting a little too inebriated and having to find all of his clothes down the street the next day. <laughs> and I just thought that that was too good an opportunity to pass up to write a song about, so I changed most of the lyrics and kind of wrote down and shifted it up to a guy that just kind of makes his way wayward on his way home. And so from the album Purgatory Bent from Austin Eatman and his band, this is Illumination Station on Atlantic Access.
This week on Atlantic Access, we're enjoying the tunes of Austin Eatman and his band, and the album's name is Purgatory Bent. Um, a nice change uh, from the first album, which was pretty cool. There was a, It was basically a six-song EP. This one is like a full, complete album, double digits and the whole thing. So you obviously had a lot more to say this time. I had a, like a, an idea. Initially, I wanted, because we were waylaid by the pandemic from touring anything, I I wanted to do a double album, but the, the producer and sound engineer kind of talked me out of it. Uh, obviously, you're okay with that. Turned out pretty good. It turns out more of a refined uh, vision as a maybe a overhaul. I can save the, all the rest for another album. You know. What I really liked about it really is the uh, it's got a much beefier sound. Do you think this is something you're going to continue, or do you think maybe you're going to be a little bit more like a Bruce Springsteen, you know. Every once in a while, you might go back to a, a more acoustic vibe. You seem to you seem to be quite comfortable doing both. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. I uh, and I actually do have a, a kind of a solid plan of what I want to do next in the next recordings, and I'm um, depending on how you know this album is taken and uh, where we go from there with the band. Um, it's either gonna we're gonna do another full band album next, or I'm going to do uh, my two piece. Uh, little sound investments, kind of mini EP, uh, like a live recording, and then then do a solo one, and then from there maybe another band album. Uh, would you consider yourself very prolific then? Like, uh, can you knock out tunes like almost on a daily basis? Uh, I think when I, when I wrote my first song many moons ago, it was kind of like the dam broke, and I, a rush of songs came out, and it was I was had so much like every day I was writing and just wrote and wrote and wrote. So I had a lot of I have a long back catalog now that. I'm a little bit further in my songwriting career. At least I, I started to start to slow down. So now it's, you know rolls out a song every few months. But you know if you, maybe if you locked me in a hotel room and gave me a week deadline, I might be able to. Well, you know Gordon Lightfoot did that a couple of times. Worked out pretty well for him. Yeah, my yeah, my songwriting hero John Prine. That's what he would do as well. And while we're on the topic, you know John Prine. Anybody else that might have uh, influenced your uh, your love and your passion for that? Yeah, I mean when it comes come to songwriting is. 100 percent uh john prime but also when it when it comes to stage presence and musicianship uh jack white of the is a huge huge influence of mine purgatory bent is the name of the album from austin eatman it's available everywhere you know check it out alternative folk is pretty much the category if you're looking for one who is your producer by the way on this because there's some really neat tricks that are uh, coming at us uh, in the speakers Thank you. Uh, our like our recording engineer who kind of helped produce it at the first was Derek Hilchey, who r- runs Greywind Studios with Keith Whipple. It's where we did our first album actually, but it was both his first album and our first album r- recording. So and uh, Adam Dinkhorn did uh, ended up doing the mixing and mastering for it. So those okay. two geniuses put together. Nice, because you know there's some there's some really nice uh, arrangements in each tune that kind of makes each one stand out. Makes it a lot of fun to listen to. You're not the first to tell me that. I'm, a, I'm really I'm proud of that actually. Yeah, well, you should be. I'm gonna play just a couple more tunes. Scholars Blues will will kind of uh, sing us out here in a few minutes. But I want to touch on the song Roots next. Yeah. So I uh, on the first album there's a song called uh, Perpetual Fire, and it's kind of my introduction to like playing open mics and into the music scene and just it kind of reflected my feelings at the time which were a little more angsty than this this Roots song but it kind of harkens back to that Roots was the I consider it a sort of spiritual successor to that song just this upbeat and uh, letting it all out kind of idea like I'm now I've 
become a little bit more uh, with my feet planted on the ground of the music world. So anytime anyone's in the in the port city of St. John, you want to look up the name Austin Eatman, and if he's playing somewhere downtown, make yourself uh, available and park yourself at the bar, and no doubt he'll play a few tunes from Purgatory Bent while you're there. <laughs> Most certainly. Thanks for your time. Thank you for having me. This is Roots from the album Purgatory Bent, available everywhere from Austin Eatman Band on Atlantic Access.
The Atlantic Access Podcast is a presentation of Entertainment Plus Mobile DJ and Media Relations in Moncton. See entertainmentplus.ca. And episode 200 is rolling right along with a couple of brand new tracks to add on here. A few weeks ago, we heard from Alan Doyle. He was launching a tour. He was announcing the release of a brand new album. And at the same time, the title song as the first single. It's also a YouTube video, the music video you can check out. It's called Welcome Home, and it's coming up after we spin a new tune from Bailey Jordan Neal, a fellow Newfoundland Labradorian who's uh, turning a lot of heads. A lot of people are really paying attention to these new singles that he just delivered a few days ago. And you never know, he might just be the next big thing out of that part of the world. One of those songs called Truth is our first bonus track this week, now on Atlantic Access. We could have been friends I don't know what went wrong Maybe it was the music Or the summer sun We were both young and me the home. 
show each week. Follow the Atlantic Access podcast with Terry Parker and like our Facebook page, facebook.com Atlantic Access. Access always spelled with an X.